This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What a shot by Judge! Joe O, Joe Aaron Hawks are with you on a Thursday. We've got a big show as we lead into the 2022 NBA Draft tonight. And boy, do we have some discrepancies on what might happen. We'll get to Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge, a lot of great baseball last night. A controversial ending to game number four of the Stanley Cup Final, which now has the avalanche on the doorstep to a championship and a uh, great guest coming up. Sammy P is going to join us later on the show. But, guys, I think we have to start with the NBA draft, and we'll kind of work our way to everything else. NBA draft tonight, 8 p.m. And as of this morning, we have ourselves a discrepancy in information. So the sports books and the odds continue to shift towards Paolo Bancaro. I saw as, as uh, minus 200 this morning to be the number one overall pick. Yeah, just about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes for a week came on the air. Adrian Wojnarowski says, nope. It's going to be Jabari Smith, number one, Chet Homer, number two, Paolo, number three. Joe, we're going to get a whole day of this as this stuff and information comes in and moves around before we find out at you know 8.30 tonight. What do, what do you make of this? Because the, the Paolo number continues to say he's the guy, and then Adrian Wojnarowski says no. History tells us that as much as I don't want to, we need to listen to Woj. As much as I want to look at these opportunities and say, maybe we have a free fall, one of these bigs outside the top three because there's opportunities there. The day of the draft, is Woj going to be wrong? The guy that has ruined the NBA draft experience if you keep your notifications on, right? I mean, that, that's, that's kind of what's happened. If you like to be surprised, if you don't want to know a few minutes ahead of time, make sure you uh, have those notifications off. So... I have no reason to believe that Woj is wrong on any of this. The one thing that would be a bit surprising if it goes down in this manner would be that this has been viewed as a wide-open draft. Nothing is predictable, but the morning of, about 12 hours out, we're hearing, okay, it's one, two, three. Pretty much what the consensus has been for, for months. Yep. So then how do we explain what happened last night? Some drunk guy, big Duke fan, puts a lot of money on Paolo. I mean, it's just crazy. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to see what happens. But Jamari Smith, Jabari Smith has been the favorite or was the favorite for a long time. And then things just started going haywire um, since the weekend. They have. Well, I, well late I, last I night, though, guys, there was a lot of movement late last night when most people yeah. were sleeping. I mean... It wasn't Paolo. Exactly, that's what I'm talking was, about. But it was Jabari. Yeah, it was minus 600. Minus 600 for Jabari. So it was back to where we were, I don't know, five, there six There was buyback ago. on Jabari after Paolo was the favorite. Well, it was more than buyback. It was back to the number it was a week ago when it was crazy Jabari favorite. Then it moves back, and now it's only going to move back in that other direction. 
for Jabari. Well, the other thing is, and Joe, you would know more about this, but I've heard people say a lot of like serious pro bettors bet from like midnight to 6 a.m. So I don't know. That's when this movement was going on. So is is it legit? I don't know. Because Woj says something different. (laughs) Is there a chance everyone is right tonight? I keep wondering if there's a trade here. I keep wondering if Chet is going number two. The Magic don't really want Jabari Smith, but they want the Rockets to pay for Paolo. And this is just like, this is like, we got two and then one and three is going to be, is it going to be a trade or is just going to, everyone's going to fall to where they go, right? If Magic stay at one, they take Jabari Smith. Chet two, Paolo three. But maybe the the Magic are trying to get the Rockets to give them something to get up for Paolo. Because it seems like there's a lot of weird stuff going on right now where no one is willing to say what's going to happen, but everyone kind of knows the teams that are that these guys might end up on. Like, if you ask me what's going to happen tonight, I would say the Magic end up with Jabari Smith, yeah. the Thunder end up with um, Chet Holmgren, and the Rockets end up with, with Paolo. But maybe it doesn't sit in the order it sits right now. I and could that still the see off. Chet falling like we discussed. I, I, I still think that could be in play and I think I'd be willing to be wrong and get some good value on that happening well let's see let's see how much value we're going to get because it's been 20 minutes since Woj tweeted that out and he didn't say it's definite he says one two three of the NBA draft is increasingly firm so that could change immediately a trade could throw that all out of whack now so th- wouldn't that also tell us that some of those numbers like Chet to go four or five should go up? So maybe I, I would still take that that sort of shot, especially if it goes up yeah. from where it was. Now, earlier this morning, uh, number five overall, I'm not saying Chet's going to fall that far, but I know that number four number was getting much shorter compared to what we were saying yesterday. It was in the 20s right. yesterday, and mm-hmm. it, was in, it was 16 this morning. It was 65 to one to go number five overall this morning so if that's the case if people are going to pour money on that as the one two three let's see if uh if we can find a betting opportunity to to fade basically fade woes which you know you're not going to make a lot of money doing that but this is so unpredictable so Mm -hmm. unpredictable so i was on the the sports books have taken their props off I was on the Daily yeah. Tip this morning. We were discussing the idea of, of what's going on here, comparing it to the Trayvon Walker thing. Here's the difference, though. When yeah. the Trayvon Walker thing happened, it was the books and the insiders were aligned. It all started going the same direction, right? It was the books right. for a couple of weeks, or it was the insiders first, and then the books caught up. But it was like Peter Schrager, Trayvon Walker, Peter King, Trayvon Walker, Albert Breer, Trayvon Walker. Like when that was happening, like it was obvious. This isn't the same thing. We've got the books going one way. And age, I mean, when was the last time Woj was wrong on draft night, on draft day? No, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't happen. Like, it'd be wild because this now is a war between Woj and the books. It'd be wild if he was wrong on this. And he, you know, he says this is going to happen and it doesn't. But But I don't think it's, I don't think it's a war anymore because nobody has the guts to have the number up at this moment. Nobody has one, two, three up. DraftKings took it down. I see FanDuel took it down. I mean, we can keep checking, but I'm sure they all took it down. So I don't I don't think there's any sort of war. I think the books are taking what Woj said uh, for and saying that, man, he's probably right. Let's let's see if we get some information. Let's move this down a little bit. Let's huddle and see if anybody else posts a number and then we're going to copy that number cuz we don't really know what to do. 
Right. Yeah. You know, we'll find out. We have more coming uh, as the show goes along. We'll give you our favorite props coming up as well. All right. We'll get to our, our big night on the show for baseball last night because we did, we did well last night with the baseball betting. But what do we make of how that game ended last night with the Lightning and the Avalanche? Because the head coach Man. of the Lightning went up there and basically complained for two minutes about there being too many men on the ice. And if you look at a still shot from the back you know, camera there, you can count them, right? It's, it's, it's pretty obvious that at that exact moment, there were six Avalanche on the ice as they tried to do the change. Here, here's my thing. Doesn't it happen all the time? And right, and it didn't affect the play. It didn't right. affect the play. They were not using the six men. I, I mean, I guess the technicality is you could call that, but I mean, his team was outplayed in overtime. I, I think I'm, I don't have a problem with it. I, I, I think it'd be wrong if they disallowed that goal. What did you guys think? I thought there was ten different times they were going to lose that game in overtime before that moment. Right is what I thought. I thought Vasilevsky was getting peppered time and time again, and I was just waiting for it to wrap. In fact, I picked the abs for the game, and okay, it went to overtime. But during that overtime session, based on the, on the minutes that we did get, I was like, oh, this is comfortable. What One of these is going to hit. I mean, there were a bunch of posts in there. So I, I don't think it was a big deal. And yeah, Joe G, if we really break it down and we want to do freeze frames, this happens all the time. All the time. So, I mean, I understand heat of the moment. Th- that was the series. That was the series. Mm-hmm. The difference between 2-2 two, two, and 3-1, enormous. And you're going back to Colorado for game oh, number five. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. And worst case scenario, going back to Colorado twice if you're Colorado. So that that was it. And uh, last night was a, it's a good night for me as far as, as far as that game went. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also thought the interesting thing was Nazem Kadri, you know, coming back from injury. You could tell he didn't really want to take any big shots and he was passing a lot and then scores that game winner in overtime. And now that this goes back to Colorado, I thought this would go six or seven, but it feels like it's probably going to be over in five. Um, Just updating the NBA draft stuff. I see an offshore uh, book announced that they're putting the number back up. They put... Jabari Smith at minus 1,200 to go number one. Woj says it's happening, it's happening. That's that's what that book is telling you, that offshore yep. is saying. Let's see and if uh, some of the legal ones uh, here are going to be doing that. But, uh, 
Yeah, overall, I, I was obviously pleased with the, the result. I had Colorado for the game, and Victor Hedman finally came through for me. Uh, give it out, Lightning Bets, at plus 310. I know the best number available was plus 375 that I saw out there. So uh, he was getting a bunch of opportunities in the last few games, and uh, it finally finally came through there. The Kadri number, of the game winner there in OT, I know he was plus 275 to get a goal. And we talked about McKinnon, how he had by far more opportunities than anybody else, but he mm-hmm. hadn't had any goals in the series. Well, it happened last night, and you could have found McKinnon at plus money. I believe he was plus 125. Yeah, we're now at Colorado minus 1250 to win this series. I mean, this thing, yeah. uh, it, it feels like a wrap. Uh, they are, I'm not seeing a money line on game number five coming up Friday, but uh, six is the total. And, you know, it's an Avalanche series now. There's no question. Up 3 1 as we go back to Colorado. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad they didn't disallow the goal. That's a goal. Like, yeah, complain all you want. That's a goal that happens, like you said, Joe, all the time. The other thing last night was our baseball betting. We had some home run props yesterday. We had some. I had Freddie Woo-hoo! Freeman. Joe, you had Austin Hayes. The fate <laughs> of Patrick Corbin. Orioles over four and a half. Hayes with the cycle. It's too easy. Cycle. Yeah, where are the odds on a cycle? I don't even well, know don't if know. that's available. Could have done I don't that. Think so. Uh, yeah, we put, found plus seven fifty. I assumed Hayes Hayes was going to hit third. You know, that's the norm. He ended up hitting leadoff last night, and man, was he a monster! I mean, the Patrick Corbin. He actually wasn't terrible in his uh, work, but I mean, run line, all that stuff. We talked about the idea of taking Baltimore into run line, how dicey it can feel at plus one forty, plus one fifty range, but. We had a seven nothing ball game. Yeah, the the A's the Hayes uh, one was fun. At, at when you find another like plus seven fifty, when you can find one of the top power hitters in a lineup going against the worst starting pitchers, you just bet on it every single time. You do. I mean, that was that was too easy. So we hit that uh, the Freddie Freeman home run. So we were not on Shohei Otani. What a couple of days Shohei Otani just had. Eight yeah. runs batted in one night, and then he struck out thirteen last night. That is a remarkable back-to-back days for a baseball player. Well, how about – so it, it's funny this week in baseball. It feels like we have specific days th- where the headlines all point to one specific award. And there was a lot that happened in baseball yesterday pointing to the American League MVP. Mm-hmm. Judge with two homers, Alvarez with two homers, and when most people were sleeping – uh, Shohei Otani with a career-high 13 strikeouts against the Royals. And we talked about it yesterday. Kansas City, recent hit memory, says they're a team that doesn't strike out. So 13 punch outs, very, very impressive. And Otani, you know, I, I wouldn't bet on him, but he's at the top of the odds board. He's in the mix for AL MVP. Uh, looking at it this morning, there are some books that there are books that have judged as the odds-on favorite as high as minus 125. I think that's insane with so much baseball left. Otani is the second favorite at the morning at the time, uh, plus 350, plus 380, somewhere in that range. Trout third, Ramirez fourth, and Alvarez is now fifth in the AL MVP race. Yeah, I mean, all of Aaron's home run uh, prop players are all near the top. Aaron (laughs) Judge, Alvarez, they're both great. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can't. There's people betting on Judge at two to one. You're out of your mind. It hit for you yesterday. But to bet on someone to hit a home run 
at plus 200 plus like that 90 or just, whatever they're robbing yeah, you that's a joke that's and a i joke. don't know if that number is going to change i mean he's on pace for 65 home runs we might see this all summer like and I the know. books will oh. get money off of it because it's the best power hitter in baseball but oh. i wouldn't yeah. bet it either right now not a plus 190 crazy. but crazy yeah. every jay kazan how does it lose it's won a lot. That, you know, while you play 162 games and you're getting two to one, that's how it loses. Every time, every time Schwarber has a big week, I'm like, all right, he's only three or four or five behind Judge for the home run lead, and then Judge hits three or four more. It's like I don't think anyone's catching him unless there's an injury. He's he did go like six games without a home run though recently, and then he hit two. And then he yeah, hit two one day. That's how it yeah. loses. And you only get don't two to one. Plus 190. <laughs> and you only get two to one for those two. Whole they don't week double of the losing. <laughs> More on the NBA draft odds movement. We'll tell you as the books update their odds next, right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.